Welcome to the Arborist News Audio Podcast, brought to you by the International Society of Arboriculture. This audio version of the Arborist News CEU article is voiced by Paul Johnson, Urban Forestry Program Coordinator with Texas A&M Forest Service. This month's article is Root Management, an Introduction by Larry Costello, Gary Watson, and E. Thomas Smiley. Objectives. Describe the five basic types of roots that exist in dicots. Explain the function of the five basic root types. Describe the differences in structure and distribution of different root systems. Roots are an essential component of all trees. They anchor and support the tree, absorb water and minerals, store carbohydrates, and produce hormones. In the urban environment, roots can be injured by human activities and can be adversely affected by the man-made environment. Root management objectives should be based on potential tree benefits, the intended use of the site, tree stability, and the scope of the work. These may include, but are not limited to, promoting tree health, stability, and longevity, as well as managing the interaction of the tree roots with the soil, infrastructure, property, and other plants. The size of the root space and the quality of the soil have a great influence on the health and mature size of trees. See Figure 1. In urban settings, limited distances between trees and infrastructure can restrict root space and increase the likelihood of infrastructure conflicts. Infrastructure repairs, as well as new construction, may necessitate root pruning. Pruning too close to the trunk may directly destabilize trees and can also encourage root and root collar decay that can compromise stability. To manage roots effectively, it is critical to have a basic understanding of the types of roots, types of root systems, and root distribution, depth and spread. This background will serve as the basis for applying root management practices such as root pruning and directing roots to minimize infrastructure damage. Five basic types of roots exist in dicots, tap roots, lateral roots, oblique roots, sinker roots, and fine roots. See figure two. The number and size of each root type varies substantially with species and soil conditions. Taproot. The taproot is the first root to emerge from the seed and forms the primary root axis from which most other roots originate. Its diameter is largest immediately beneath the soil surface and tapers with depth. In seedlings, the taproot is the dominant root, growing rapidly with a strong vertical orientation, gravitropism. This characteristic permits access to water and minerals at depths below the soil surface, considered a very important trait for seedling survival. Some species have stronger taproots than others, but eventually taproot growth slows and in many cases stops due to limiting soil conditions with increasing depth. In nursery trees, taproot development is often disrupted in the early stages of plant development. Few mature urban trees have taproots. Lateral Roots Lateral roots arise from the taproot and are located near the soil surface. Lateral root diameter decreases over relatively short distances from the trunk, called the zone of rapid taper, transitioning to long, horizontal, untapered, rope-like roots. They develop side branches over their entire length, which divide repeatedly and terminate as fine roots. Lateral roots and fine roots play a major role in water and mineral absorption, as well as in anchoring the tree. As both the trunk and lateral roots enlarge, the point of attachment becomes visible above ground as the root flare, also called the trunk flare or root collar. The lateral root and the root flare are the principal parts of the root system involved in infrastructure damage. Lateral roots with buttressing are often called buttress roots. Buttressing is the development of wood tissue on the upper part of the union between the lateral root and trunk. 
buttresses develop in response to wind loading and serve to reduce mechanical stress at the base of the tree. Technically, buttress roots should be referred to as lateral roots with buttressing. Oblique roots. Oblique roots develop from the tap root and or shallow lateral roots near the base of the trunk. They grow downward at oblique angles between the vertical orientation of the tap root and horizontal orientation of the lateral roots. Generally, oblique roots branch several times, are smaller in diameter than the tap root, and are reported to play an important role in anchorage and water and mineral uptake. Oblique roots are also known as heart roots. Sinker roots. Sinker roots arise along lateral roots and generally occur within the drip line. They grow vertically downward, penetrating as much as several feet, but vary in length and branching characteristics depending upon species and soil conditions. Sinker roots play a key role in accessing water and minerals deeper in the soil profile. This function is especially important at times when surface soils become depleted of vital resources, principally water. Sinker roots also serve a role in anchoring the tree. Fine roots. Fine roots arise from all other types of roots and occur in greatest abundance near the soil surface where soil conditions are optimal for growth. Approximately 0.002 to 0.07 inches, about 0.05 to 2 millimeters in diameter, fine roots grow in all directions and branch many times. Fine roots are commonly colonized by symbiotic fungi called mycorrhiza. By growing extensively throughout the soil, these fungi increase water and mineral uptake and provide a level of protection against certain fungal pathogens. Fine roots and mycorrhiza are the principal points of entry for water and minerals from the soil. Because they are relatively short-lived, fine roots are continually replaced. When soil conditions, such as temperature and moisture, are harsh for even short periods, the rate of root loss can exceed the rate of replacement. When conditions improve, replacement exceeds loss restoring a balance between the crown and root system. Adventitious roots. Adventitious roots are true roots, but their origin is different from the origins of the five basic root types. Typically, they arise from trunks and branches. In addition, they can arise from secondary woody tissues of older roots as new root branches, in contrast to arising from primary tissue in young roots. In some species, they can form on the lower trunk when it is in contact with moist soil or organic matter. Adventitious roots absorb water and minerals and may provide structural support after achieving a certain size in some species. They play an important role when lateral, oblique, sinker, and fine roots are lost to injury, pruning, or changes in the soil environment. Roots of palms and roots initiated from cuttings on vegetatively propagated trees are adventitious. Structural roots. Structural roots are not a distinct type of root, but simply are roots that provide an anchorage or support function. To varying extents, lateral, oblique, sinker, and tap roots all serve to anchor or support the tree crown and can therefore be considered to be structural roots. Dicots, hardwoods and conifers, and monocots, palms, differ substantially in their root systems and so it helps to discuss the two groups separately. Based on the relative dominance of tap, lateral, and oblique roots, root systems have been classified into three groups. Lateral root systems are dominated by lateral roots occurring largely near the soil surface. Heart root systems consist of a relatively high proportion of oblique roots and tend to develop deeper in the soil profile compared to lateral root systems. These are called heart root systems because oblique roots are also known as heart roots. Tap root systems are composed of a prominent tap root but also have varying numbers of lateral roots. They may or may not possess oblique and sinker roots. 
For many species, the taproot is prominent only in seedlings and has a diminishing role as the tree matures. Species have an inherent capacity to develop a particular type of root system. Some tend to develop lateral systems, while others develop heartroot or taproot systems. For species native to temperate, semi-tropical, and tropical climate zones, lateral root systems likely are more common than heartroot or taproot systems. For species native to Mediterranean, semi-arid, and arid climate zones, heartroot systems likely are more common than lateral or taproot systems. Of the three types of root systems, taproot systems are least common. Regardless of the type, the overall spread and depth of the root system of an individual tree is greatly influenced by the soil environment. Figure 4. A species that typically develops a heart root system with strong oblique roots in deep, uniform soils may develop stronger lateral roots in shallower soils in which the growth of oblique roots is restricted. Lateral roots commonly grow well beyond the drip line of the crown, often two or three times the radius of the crown, if the soil volume is not restricted. Narrow-crowned cultivars, such as Populus nigra italica, may have roots well beyond three times the radius of the crown. The root system of an open-grown tree with a wide crown will usually extend farther than that of an upright tree in a dense stand. Infrastructure obstructions and restrictive soils can limit the horizontal development of roots. In some cases, root development may be highly limited on one side of the tree. It should not be assumed that horizontal root development is symmetrical and uniform around the trunk of trees in locations where restrictive soils and or infrastructure obstructions exist. Root depth is often restricted by soil conditions. Bulk density increases and oxygen diffusion rates decrease proportionally with the depth in many soils, reducing root growth. High water tables and subsurface compact layers, such as hard pans, clay layers, and rock, can restrict penetration of oblique, sinker, and tap roots. If cracks or fissures occur in underlying rock or hard pan layers, however, one or more roots can penetrate and grow to significant depths. The palm root system is composed of numerous, slender, tube-like, fibrous roots that arise and grow from the root initiation zone, RIZ, at the base of the trunk. Because all palm roots arise from the trunk, they are considered to be adventitious. Palm roots lack a mechanism for secondary growth, i.e. annual rings are not formed, and do not increase in diameter after being formed. The root initiation zone is typically at or near the soil line, but can extend several feet, one meter or more, above ground. Roots emerging from the RIZ, above the soil line, may not grow into the soil, particularly in arid climates. Essentially, they are air-pruned by low humidity and appear as short root initials. In warmer and more humid tropical climates, roots emerging from the RIZ of some species may grow through the air and then into the ground. Most palm roots are found in the upper one foot, 30 centimeters of soil, and close to the base of the trunk. Primary roots typically branch into an extensive network of roots called a root mat around the base of the trunk and spread outward for a few feet, about one meter. Under optimal growing conditions, however, palm roots can grow considerable distances. For example, in well-irrigated, light sandy soils, roots of Phoenix dactylifera have been reported to extend over 10 feet, 3 meters deep, and 100 feet, 30.5 meters from the trunk. Thank you for listening to this month's Arborist News audio podcast. An online quiz worth one CEU is available now to current ISA members and will become available to non-members in April of 2018. Visit the ISA web store and search for online quizzes for the most recent CEU opportunities.
Arborist News is ISA's bi-monthly serial publication that provides readers with the latest in arboricultural news and education. This magazine is an ISA member benefit and offers opportunities for ISA credential holders to earn CEUs. Become a member today to start receiving Arborist News in your mailbox or your inbox. Please check back for the next Arborist News audio.